Hey, it's Tom Ellis here, and you're listening to the Jamco Talks podcast. No, I'm not Tom Ellis. I'm the Jamco. Don't you ever forget it, people. I'm going to be joined on this edition of the Jamco Talks podcast by Owen White. We're going back to what made this podcast famous. Having a bit of old conversation about C.A.W. The following is an SWC collection production. Jamco Talks. Jamco Talks. Jamco Talks with the Jamco. The Jamco. The Jamco. On this edition of the Jamco Talks podcast, entering the FWZ Lounge, is one Owen Clark. And we're going to be talking about his time at certain shows and why he's in them, why he's not in them anymore, which is basically all of them, and uh, why he's now decided to start his own stuff, doing his own untitled project, including his recent project by Blue Sequin Studios, Pro Wrestling Ace, which is a CPV show, which is over five hours long. So let's pick the brain of Owen Clark. Before I pressed the record button and came on the air, I was actually educating young Clark on the allergies of hay fever, which I have because it's absolutely kicking my ass today. I uh, sympathize with all you people out there that uh, suffer with that because, Christ, it's so evil. It's the most evil thing in CAW. It's the most evil thing in, in the whole world. I've been sneezing about a thousand times, but whoever created hay fever, I'm coming for you, and you better watch out. Anyway... Welcome to the Jamco Talks podcast. It is I once again bringing you some good old conversation about whatever the hell we want to talk about. We just got wrapped up our podcast with Game Bro Corey talking about all the uh, announcements, the releases for the game business, the certain companies for E3, and the releases of 2021, 2022. I think I might use Game Bro Corey as like my go-to for any gaming releases, but we pivot. Onto that old thing I used to talk about called C.A.W. And a man that I'm going to be bringing on right here is a man that I believe is the most handsome man in C.A.W. They call him Owen Clark. They call him Marcus Clark. They call him the Big Papa Pump Clark. Anything that's on the end of Clark. John Clark, Gary Clark Jr. That's him. Let's welcome him onto the show right now. Owen Clark, what's going on, baby? How you doing? Pretty good. Short and snappy. I like it. I'm going to switch things up a little bit on this podcast, uh, and that's because, well, because I want to. Usually I would run into your CAW stuff and then maybe go into uh, professional wrestling. I'm going to switch it around and, and do it in reverse. So let's talk about professional wrestling. You uh, you like professional wrestling? Um, Yeah, I was, I was pretty big on, like, um, when... Uh, ECW did like that one night stand where Paul Heyman started shooting on you know JBL. JBL got one. He started getting on JBL and then he started getting on Edge. Edge, I got two words for you, Matt freaking Hardy. And everybody's like, hold on, that's so. Two thousand five was the time that you came into it. Yeah, mostly yeah. So how did that come onto your radar, especially that event? Um, yeah. I think um, I was watching it with uh, my mom and dad at the time, and uh, we were skipping through the channels, and I ran into it. And the next thing you know, uh, they came into town, and it was uh, after uh, Kane lost the match for his mask. So I got to see, you know, unmasked Tao Kane uh, uh, live in the arena. And then it just, and then of course, then from there, I got to meet uh, Lita pre uh, pre Edge. Oh, interesting. So that so that was interesting. From that time till now, you're kind of in that mid uh, mid two thousand, but they're probably doing that that brand split. Who are the guys at your favorites? Oh, let's see. Back then, um, it was definitely H uh, Triple H when he was doing the whole oh, evolution is a mystery. Sing us the, uh, the evolution doing... song. <laughs> I don't know all of it. Go on, you got you gotta you gotta you gotta do the lyrics. You gotta sing the whole song for me. <laughs> Let's see there's there You got you gotta do a real edge. you gotta do a real gargly le- lemmy impression. Evolution is a mystery. 
All it takes and no words see. That was not really lemmy, but... I'd have to be, like, coughing like crazy just to be able to do that. Then there was Edge when he had the uh, Rob Zombie theme. Now you got to sing that to me. Oh, God, I don't remember that. That was... How did that song That makes me feel old. It goes... That makes me feel old just saying that. Remembering, remembering that theme. Well, you said 2005 uh, that you watched One Night Stand, but the stuff you're saying was pre-2005. Oh, was it? Uh, to yeah, because you see said my... about... You said the evolution <laughs> theme, which I thought was 2003. And then... When Edge had that, that was the this early SmackDown thing, which I thought was 2002, 2003. So I think I love how I'm telling you when you watched it, but I'm pretty sure that's when that was. Because <laughs> 2005, I'd call it like the. Well, yeah, you you've used the one night stand thing, but that was kind of like the the people on top were, uh, like Rey Mysterio, Chris Benoit, and, uh, yeah. Although. Hmm. Someone's gonna probably message me. Uh, you, you got your, your your WWE wrong. It's actually two thousand and seven. But anyway, so let's talk about uh, how that kind of pivots into to that old thing called CAW. So most people come in to do that kind of stuff from watching some big dude on the interwebs, or maybe they meet a friend through the online of the video games. Which uh, we'll start there. So I know you said to me that SmackDown versus Raw two thousand seven where you had uh, that kind of start. And also, Here Comes the Pain. How great yeah, so it, was Here Comes the Pain? Oh, God. It, it, <laughs> that, yes, graphics-wise, it sucked. But it was like, it actually had a story compared to like some of these new ones where it's like, okay, you oh, yeah. gave my character some wacky story. I get beat up by a walking barbecue rib, and you name the girl Big Red after a stick of gum. Big Red. Uh. Here comes the pain with one of those kind of games where you could do anything in the ring. What I love about it is that kind of, those kind of uh, dynamics of the kind of game system where if there's a table near you and you throw someone, you know, it, it goes through that table, that kind of real life. And that was really kind of crazy to, I think I remember like stacking up three tables, four tables, five tables. Oh, you could go crazy with uh, with that. And I'm pretty sure there was a mod that someone created later where you could end up making people absolutely huge. Um, and then... You could hack it where you could climb the, the SmackDown fist. You can climb it all the way up to yeah. the top of the fist. Yeah, and then... I, yeah I think uh, Terrio Law did, uh, was doing that kind of stuff. Terrio Law, now that's a name going way, 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 way back. Holy mackerel. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Terrio and Terrio Law. I remember those dudes. I knew them back uh, there in the forums on SMF and... Uh, yeah, they were they were they were out there. I'm pretty sure they were on something, but they did some fantastic uh, videos of, of showing the games as the the bump meister videos as they used to do. But they used to do some absolute crazy stuff with the uh, the video game. Crazy thing enough, when I came back a couple of years ago and sort of saw who was here and who was not here, I know one of them who I think might be Carrier. Maybe I don't know if I've got it right. Has a, actually has a, a YouTube channel of himself. He's Swedish. Um, and he's talking about sort of various political issues in uh, in Sweden and, and things like that. So he's kind of around, just in a different way. I don't know what he's talking about because he's talking Swedish, but I thought I'd just mention that. Uh, uh, he, I think that, uh, what I first started with uh, watching watching Terrio Law, and then from Terrio Law to uh, in between EOE and TXW. I know how much heat I'm going to get for mentioning TXW. So why are you going to get shit for mentioning TXW? <laughs> because of the whole, you know, the whole Shannon stuff and all that, which that which. Oh, which so it's it was. Oh, of... yeah, that's the show that was uh, now SWW, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I I first watched EOE, which was Execution of Excellence, which had you know. Names like OTP and Alex Nova, just that was like the two main ones there. And then, of course, TXW had, you know, Silvera, Creed, uh, Rider, to just name, you know, a few of them off the top of the Chrome Dome. The Bumpmeister videos, is that essentially the how you got into 
actually, you know, seeing what CAW is, quote unquote, if you want to call it that. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much how I was like, oh, cool, you know, okay, it's another video game. I was like, okay, I can create my character. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll just create it, play the game, you know, get bored, I'll just jump on a different game. So when you did that, did you think about maybe doing it yourself, a show yourself? No, that show-wise and community-wise, uh, weirdly enough, didn't start popping off until COVID hit. Oh, right. So you've, only, you've always been a character. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I, I've, I, I've had the character for a while. It's yeah. just, uh, was, I was on, I was actually on vacation. And I had like two days left. I was just looking up to see and I was like, God, I, I, I just don't really want to go back to work. Can something happen to where I could just have my vacation extended? Well, next day, five, next day, 5.30 at night what's this random number calling me? I don't know who the hell this is. Hello? What do you want? Hey, it's your boss. Oh, oops, sorry. Uh, what's up, boss? <clears throat> don't worry about coming into work uh, because of that whole COVID-19 thing. Uh, we end up closing down. Uh, we'll give you a call, bud, when uh, it's time to come back here. So my it went from oh, wow. two weeks to like three months and i was like i need wow. something to do so i started so so then um uh another big name cameron bash and yes. putting out his video video of him doing the whole hey i'm creating you know jm with ginger ginger mahal you know if you want to join yada yada did that most of the community knows how that went for me well, we're gonna we'll, we'll skip a bit ahead there because we'll talk about uh, your your show that you created, which was the uh, sort of your own project and also places you've been to, yeah. such as Jam and SWW and Ring of Valiance and and uh, even the Nighthawk Nation on the NWPN. But let's rewind a little bit because we're kind of getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. So let's talk about your character. Oh, and why? Why? Do I feel... No, you're not Owen White. That's, that's someone else. <laughs> oh, so too many names. I can't be doing that. Owen Clark. That's right. It's because I'm getting confused. So. It's because you keep changing why I, went, why I went with that name? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's what I was getting to. Well, it's actually, funny enough, I actually ran into Ars Wild when I was coming up with names. Oh, right. So back, back then, I was trying to do like, so, oh, I'm a... I was trying to be that, as most people go, I was trying to be that dark, edgy boy, you know, oh, I can be, I could be a killer clown and wear the fiend mask and wear the, and I'll just run around doing some kind of evil laugh. And he's like, too many of them. So I was like, okay, well, I tried Luger Caldwell at the time. I was like, then I was going to go with Leon Black. And it reminded me of every different television. Now, I don't do that because there's already Leon Blackgrave, which I didn't know at the time who that was until I looked it up. I was like, oh, shit, you know, he's been around, he's been around the block for a while. I'm not, not going to disrespect one of the OGs like that. And then I was just scrolling through the names on 2K. I was like, um, uh, Owen, um, Clark. I was like, yeah, yeah, that that seems like it sticks. Yeah, and then yeah. I just went, I just went with it with that, and it's been that ever since. Well, that sounds a good. Well, I I do remember you doing a weird shift to to Marcus Clark. What was that about? Marcus Severus. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. That yeah, that was um um, it was a little experiment because what I want to do, I wanted to have Owen as like you know. A baby face, you know, he'll take on all comers. Marcus is going to be, you know, the, the, the brash, no filter, going to say how he feels. And, you know, I was trying to make him be like, like, uh, you know, Kevin Owens when he was an RO, uh, ROH. Just, yeah, if I want to pile drive somebody, I'm just going to pile drive them for fun <laughs> and just beat up who I want to beat up. Then just have you know OMB the you know the savior of the day. That sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, do you do you technically 
is that kind of like an alter ego or is that the same person? Um, I was trying to keep them separate. So I was trying to keep Marcus with, you know, separate and all that. And then with the way everything's been going and all that, I just sort of, sort of, you know, brushed him off to the side and just mainly focused on Owen until, until whenever uh, someone wants to use the Marcus character again. Owen Clark kind of, when I look at him, kind of reminds me a little bit of Aquaman. Would you, would you say that's correct? Oh yeah, yeah. When I threw the blunt, when I finally went with the 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 long blonde locks and that little bit of the facial hair, he's like Aquaman. I'm like, oh no. Yes, it's it's a it's a cool look. It uh, looks cool. (laughs) Every other place was he looks like Aquaman. I was like, ah, I'll 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 just run with it and start posting Aquaman gifts. Everybody's like, why are you posting it? Post a picture of a car. Oh, now it makes sense. I'm like, yep, there you go. Am I correct in thinking that you, uh, you, you, do you have women characters that you've created as well? Is that correct? I've only made two. Like, I'll, I like, I've like made them, but I don't really like use them like community wise i'll just you know throw them in a couple matches if i'm bored i need to do something off to the side i'll just throw them in the match watch the match while i'm you know cleaning the house or something don't really use them community wide so so let's talk about some of the places that you went into and sort of uh, went into so you first you said a, a little bit back you went if you want to quote unquote community i hate that word community but whatever you get to the J.A.M. from uh, Cameron Bash. By the way, who's your who's your favorite British man, Cameron Bash or the Jamco? Oh, wow. Um, I'd have to go with Jamco for right now. <laughs> that is the correct answer, well done. So tell me about Jam. How did you get to that place? Is there an application process with those guys? Because they tend to do things a little bit bigger, especially from some of the conversations I've had with uh, the Forever Movement, where it's a bit different than just, hey, come on in. Yeah, um, if I can remember correctly, I think uh, Bash put it out, put out like a whole like video. It had a whole like, you know description. Hey, needs to be this, this, and this, and it needs to have this overall. It can't you know it can't have this or that. They so said you know hey just you know fill up. It was like just like you know a little short little application. It wasn't like you know those job applications where you your your blood type, yeah. how many hours you sleep, and how many times you go to the bathroom. It was just, okay, what's your name? You know, your theme, any nicknames, any accomplishments. You know, just just like the normal stuff that normal, the normal people uh, ask. So to go into that, what what were the kind of reasons that Cameron said that he wanted you? What was it that he liked about your character? Um, well, it's been actually, it's been a little bit. Um, I think he was. He didn't really say what he liked about it, really. He said right. he sort of, you know, it needed a little work here and there, and then, you know, it would, it would have that look. Right. So, well, okay. Then. So, I think I, even if he didn't tell you what, he obviously says yes, and, and, and kind of obviously he, he likes something in there, but how was your, how was your experience in Jam? <laughs> to start it off, it, um, it was actually really good. It's just, I was so green under the ears at the time that I pretty much fucked it up, fucked it up for myself, really. Right. Okay. <laughs> I I won't go into uh, detail because I generally don't know. But my, my my kind of question would lead into then how how you ended up leaving Jab and, and going on to something else. Um. Yeah. Pretty much what ended up happening is uh, uh he uh, he ended up putting me in the Jam Lionheart Terminate. Well, me being so green underneath the ears like to put it uh it was me versus jimmy darrow well we were doing this whole promo battle back and forth using you know youtube and all that well i bought well back then i bothered him way too much i'll admit i bothered him way too damn much but hey do another promo 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 you know come on give me another promo so i can react well I, i bothered him too much and then then of course me back then not taking criticism the correct way 
about how my character looked. So it was like me constantly battling everybody and they're about, oh, the way my character looked and me not taking criticism the correct way, me bothering people. So that pretty much led to uh, led to the boot with me arguing over criticism and uh, right, okay. bothering Daro too much. So when you, I mean, was that something where you asked to leave or did they basically want you to leave? It, it 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 was pretty much hey you know you need to really right right fine fine f- f- figure this out if this is really what you really want. Where did you go after Jam and before you went to Ring of Valiance? I I tried you know little shows here and there and then it's like uh, then you re- then you started realizing you know who's here who's there. And of course, you know, we all know I've, I tried, you know, a SWW. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm but, just at, uh, I'm just at that point now. So you you must obviously, of course, meet Deshaun Walton, the unique Deshaun Walton. And yeah, how and does that come about? Ended, um, me and him were talking in DMs on Discord. Uh, I think it was. Oh, so he slid into your DMs. Point. That's what you're telling me. No. No, I because um, I ended up remembering him from uh, I think I was watching TXW and someone started talking about Valor at the time. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll cruise on, I'll cruise on over there and watch them. And he ended up popping up when he had the name of uh, Sleazy D, Deshaun Walton. It's like, okay, this guy seems pretty fucking cool. And of course, I met him when he was uh, with uh, at the time before they merged uh, Forever Movement. Then we talked him there. And I learned, you know, he had he had his own show, ROV. So of course, you know, I was I was I was hounding the poor guy. Hey, man, can I can I get on your show? It looks really cool. And then he, you know, yeah, he finally, you know, finally he finally caved in after uh, uh, ROVX. With that show, and I think this is kind of the same time sort of I met you as well. And with ROV, um, how long were you? in that show for and I, I i don't know if you're still there because again i'm kind of removed from a lot of stuff so i don't i don't know the ins and outs but that was a, a group that i knew you were quite close with i mean i mean i'm, I'm still there you know of course you know people you know me you know, everybody bumps heads once in a while and of course you know i bumped heads but with, with some people recently and we you know we had a little bit of a fun out and then we then you know we we, we patched it up the other day, you know, we said our piece, and now everything's all patched up. I never got never got removed from anything. I did end up winning uh, their ROV United States title, so that's still that's still current. So I still I'm still wielding that under under the belt. Hmm. So. If we talk about ROV, and I, and I know there's a little bit of a link between ROV and, and, and SWW, and uh, I know I met you in uh, one of those discords there. When you did you join SW? I don't know if you did or not. I'm kind of confused if you actually ended up being there. Did you go in SWW or not? Discord wise, I was in the Discord, but you not know, in the show. Chatting, I I never stepped foot on the show. Right, <laughs> because I was a part of these discords, and, and I remember being in one, and I'd be like, "Where's uh?" Because you'd be quite a frequent talker, and I'd say, "Where's Owen gone?" Yeah, and then I see like, "Hey, where you been?" You went, "Oh, I'm in these ones now," and then I went to the next discord, and went, "Wait, where's Owen always gone?" And he went, "Yeah, I'm out of that one too." And I went, "All right, where are you? I'm in this one." Hey, you're not in this one? Nah, I'm not in that one anymore. And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah." He just loves this idea because you're quite talkative, and then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as soon as I try to find you, you're gone. So, if we if we sort of stop at that point um, with there and you know the the, the ROV stuff, um, I don't want to go into much drama because I hate doing that on this podcast. But if you've had a bit of an issue with the Jam Show and then you go into the Rob Show and there's issues there, what shows are you currently in right now? Uh, the only show that I'm in right now is ROV. I okay. pretty much, I pretty, I pretty much pulled, pulled, pulled the, well, pretty much, super kicked the stop button on the rest of them besides my own. 
and wow. RAV. Well, wow. I didn't want. Well, I didn't want to get too overloaded on shows because right. there there is some people that are like, yo, you know, it could be on you know a thousand shows, but that's mm-hmm. like it doesn't really really make your character unique or nothing because they see you, you every single every single day at this specific time. And I was like, you know, I'll stick with an ROV and I'll stick with the one I'm still still playing playing with, which is my own. So we're currently at the part where you've been and Jerry, been and Rob, and we're going to go into uh, a few other things um, in sort of coming up from that part of your time to now. But before we do, we're going to do a bit of a pause for the course. And I've got to tell you, Owen, you are a frequent listener of this show, and you know that I love a good quiz. And uh, i got a good quiz. Well, it's not really a quiz, actually. It's kind of more your opinions. Let's, let's change to that. Your opinion. So I usually bring up uh, surveys or uh, lists or, or anything else like that. But what I thought would be a great thing to discuss is something that was brought to my attention. I don't really keep up with WWE and, and kind of current wrestling, but... WWE named their top 50 tag teams in company history. I think this was released uh, yesterday, as we record this. And I'm not going to list out the full 50. Have you uh, have you seen this? I've, I've, I have seen some of them. I think some of them are in, in correct order. Well, this is what we're going to do. And there is still some missing. Well, we're going to get a, uh, a your, your opinion on some of these. So, again, if you want to check out this list, it's pr- pretty much everywhere. I just typed it into Google. I'm not going to go through all 50 because you'll just forget after it. So let's do the top 10. So there's a top 10 that the WWE decides. So I'm going to ask you from 10 to 1, and you're going to tell me if, they're going to be, if they should be higher on the list or lower on the list. Okay. Okay, so starting off with number 10, the British Bulldogs. Oh, wow. <laughs> that... The... That that was before my era, so before never really. Uh, yeah, yeah. That 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 seems more like around like the golden era, probably time. Yeah, that's that's early nineties. That one, ninety one, ninety two. Number nine was the Brothers of Destruction. Wow, they put them that far down. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, B, uh, BOD should be a little higher up there. You think it should be especially higher. with, especially with all the different uh, versions that they've done. Number eight, the New Age Outlaws. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> that man had that fucking catchy theme and had the whole crowd going every time it went off. That theme that you're going to sing for me now. <laughs> Oh, if you didn't know, uh, your ass better call somebody. That's good. And now he coming. He he, he he started doing like the whole leg movement, and the crowd was all all into it and shit. I believe they call that the uh, the shuffle. Do you do you, do you do the shuffle on the club or the dance floor? You know, do the do the leg shuffle. <laughs> I have never been to a club actually. Oh, Mister Clug, what are you doing with your life? There is there is nothing uh, well not now because of the time that we're in but there's nothing worse that well worse or good than being in a club at um, probably three in the morning you're at that drunk level where you're just exhausted you're tired the floor is sticky as hell uh, it's disgusting and you just want to fall down and go to bed but you're so out of it you're so far gone you don't even know what time it is. You don't even know where to get home. And that's my Saturday night. Anyway, moving on. So you think they should be higher or lower? Um, I, th- I think they're good from for where they're at. They didn't have that many, you know. Okay. They could have done a little more title runs, but... The Usos. Yeah. Oh, yes, number seven. Ooh. Uh, they've been around for a little bit. I mean, they haven't held that many tag titles and especially with the way the storylines are going right now hopefully they can win the the next you know time that they're tagging up and all that for the titles i wasn't going to put my two cents in but i don't think they should be in the top 10 considering the the list of the 50 that we that we have i mean you know uh jack and gerald briscoe are 
at number 32 and even the style of a brother at 17 and I'm like they should be way way past that just my opinion of course we're supposed to say yeah I agree with you Jamco <laughs> yeah number 6 the legion of doom ooh hawk and animal animal yeah they, they they should definitely be higher up because they're more like that team that everybody knows when that theme hits. You know, well, it's, you know it's interesting get... that 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 one because in the business especially they're very fifty fifty. There's some out there that obviously love the Legion of Doom because of how physical they were, but there are a lot of uh, sort of workers in the business. I know, especially with who was it? I think it was either Flair or maybe I want to say. Arn Anderson or something who, who who said they couldn't work that they were just kind of big guys that slam people around and, and possibly you know hurt people so th they are actually quite polarizing in terms of um, in in terms of their, their sort of work which is kind of sad that they're both gone now but yeah that's uh, I, I believe it should be a little bit higher number five the Dudley boys oh hell yeah they may, may, maybe three well gotta see what the list list is but yeah they should definitely be on there Especially, especially one of the matches that really caught my attention was uh, was it the Dudleys versus Edging Christian versus uh, versus the Hardy Boys. It was that triple threat ladder match at uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, everyone everyone remembers that one. Yeah, where Lita comes out, cracks him over the head. She she takes the shirt off. She gets she ends up getting uh, the 3D, and then Spike comes out. Yeah, Damn, busts his ass on the ground. Oh yeah, Spike. Uh, Spike Dudley can can take a bump, like literally any bump. We then move to Edge and Christian, which is number four. Oh yeah, they definitely. They they're right. They're right there with the Dudleys, really. They they were they were the they were like those. They were one of the innovators of that TLC match. Number three, the Heart Foundation. Oh yeah, definitely. Number two, uh, the runners-up, the Hardy Boys. Yeah, yep they 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 were just, they're in the same boat as uh, uh, Edge Christian and uh, Devon and Bubba. And very lastly, very very lastly, the number one of what the WWE to be the number one tag team ever is the New Day. Yeah, I can see it because they're they're like they're entertaining. Like like don't when they first came out, I was like, like I remember these guys from you know like I remember Xavier Woods from when he was Consequences Creed and uh, and uh, TNA. Then I remember when Kofi had that Jamaican accent, and then Big E was you know that that big old strong badass from uh, uh, NXT. So it was like uh, they sort of have the same styles, and they did the you know. Okay, cool. You know, maybe maybe they'll do. You know, I'll change them heel and I'll go with some like you know, you know, some like badass look. And I start doing like pancakes and all. I'm like, okay, this might take a little bit to catch on. Once once it catched on, it's like, hell yeah, you got fucking tossing bootios out to the crowd. You got the pancakes. You got listen just, to you, Owen. Big, listen to you. Big, big E just having a fucking time of his life. So you you agree that the New Day should be number one on that list? It really should be one of like the like the old school teams. They could probably be like at two or three, but I do get why they're on there because they they have they have had they they they've been the ones that's been sort of like carrying the tag teams because there really hasn't been that much lot lot of tag teams that you know. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't asking you in terms of saying oh why are you doing that. I'm I'm generally asking you your opinion on if you believe that they should be. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So two questions coming out of that. One of the ten that I mentioned, who do you believe should not be in the top ten? Not be. Oh wow. Um. Or let's let's rephrase that question. So of all the teams I read out in the top ten, who would you take out and replace with, say, another team? Wow, another team. Um, I, 
only because I never watched him. I'd probably take the the Bulldogs out and probably put in like a Hurricane and Rosie. <laughs> oh, or, really? That is interesting. That, that's quite interesting. Or, or, or maybe uh, uh, when uh, Christian was tagging with uh, Test at the time, the Un-Americans. Wow! They, they, yeah, they had a good Interesting, interesting. I, I, I like that you brought some news to the table because I didn't think about those teams. Because in my head, I'm thinking of teams that aren't even on the list at all. But and those were two teams that I didn't uh, d- didn't think of. Look, my opinion is this: obviously, it's debatable in, in, in what it is. Like I sort of see how they've done it in, in terms of that. But you know, there's there's loads of teams that have been. You know, and the thing is, if you look through the '50s list, you could say. Are we basing it off matches? Are we basing it off title reigns? If you look at the full list, it doesn't really make sense because, you know, you've got your, your newer teams like your Shields and stuff like that, which are kind of in the 20s, but then you've got like Toro Tanaka and Mr. Fuji earlier. You then have like a Strike Force, which was, um, who was that again? That was Tito Santana and, oh Christ, who else was that? Gino, was it Gino and Andy? No. Who was in Strike Force again? It was. Tito Santana and Rick Martel, that's right. They were there, and then Cade and X Park and Batista and Ric Flair are in sort of the. It's very. I don't know why, how that kind of was kind of created, but if you look at, you know, Bulldogs, British Bulldogs also in the other team with Owen Hart, so it's kind of in there a sort of double time. But in terms of, you know, teams that I, I'm thinking of missing, you know, you know, Sheik and Volkov are like 26, right? Which are kind of done short, kind of, you know, weird anti-American. I'm thinking of like Barry Window, Mike Rotundo. I'm thinking about the Executioners. I'm thinking about the Islanders. I'm talking about Tony Gurria, Larry Zabisco, uh, even stupid things of, of Jose Estrada, Johnny Rods. The team that is not on there, which I'm quite surprised with from them, and I'm wondering if it's to do with the whole AEW thing. There's no Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard on there at all. Oh wow! No, no, no! Four Horsemen. No, well, not even the Brainbusters in in the WWE because you can't even say, well, this list is just based in the WWE because the uh, Jack and Gerald Briscoe on there. I don't think they ever wrestled in WWE. They were primarily uh, the Carolinas. I know the Blackjacks didn't do anything on there, and I'm pretty sure. Uh, I know it's due to tag teams, so you could say, well, like you just said, no Four Horsemen. But then Shields on their Undisputed Era, which are like three or four. And then I also yeah. think to myself, there's no Freebirds on here either. And there's no Von Eriks. So if you're doing it via groups in a tag team, it's kind of like, well, I don't know they could say, well, um, well, they're three. But then, like again, the New Day is number one. So that kind of all is all flawed. So just my opinion. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. Go and have a look uh, at the list. It's very weird. It's very strange, but it's a, it's a good uh, good talking oh, yeah. point. To, good talking point with people to uh, talk about different things. But very bizarre uh, list on there, especially with some that I think. What? Anyway, moving back to our guest, Owen uh, Owen the Clark, who we are now going to go on to some more topics about where you go from ROV. I know you're probably in some other places after ROV. You were a part of the Nighthawk Nation, right? Yeah. Well, where where the hell did you go? Because you just disappeared. Like you said, you. <laughs> it's it's a it, it 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 was good for a certain time, and then I ended up, you know, finding info from other people about other people and I was then of course that that led to one one year and then that led to another person knowing and that just was it went from there I was like I I I can't be part of a show especially with especially with the crap that I was told I was like I nah I'm, I keep I'm trying to keep away from the drama as much as I possibly can and that one was just well, that's where I used to talk to you quite, quite frequently in the old Nighthawk Nation, especially the Twitch streams. So, you know, everyone's pretty, uh, pretty cool with each other. So, I hope you didn't have a falling out. Oh, it, it was a, uh, 
it was a pretty nasty falling out. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, I'm, 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 uh, I'm blocked by most of them on Twitter, and I know I am from our band, from the, the Twitch, and from the Discord. All from the drama that one of the, uh, one of the uh, mods told me. Right. Well, I guess I'll leave it at that then to uh, to, to move on from that. So <laughs> let's, let's move on to something else. So you were in shows where you obviously wore your character and that's kind of run its course a little bit there. In regards to you being a kind of show creator now, you have a sort of project that you've been working on which uh, is called Pro Wrestling A Super Show. Uh, you did a, a CPV that you did uh, for for that show through Blue Sanquin Studios. Through that, it's about five hours, nearly six hours. Man, you you love putting on a long ass show. Uh, it, incredibly, well, it, it was. It it was more like it was more like almost like those like like brainstorming. I was like, well, we haven't re- we haven't really seen this person versus this person, or yeah. that person versus this person. So like, okay, you know, I can do this and that, you know face off these people and i was like you know what i want to make sure that's fine with you know because I, I was just grabbing grabbing the ones i wanted people to face off of cc and just putting them against each other ai versus ai hit the record button and let's do it let it do its thing and then i was like okay i got all this recorded i'll make sure it's all fine with everybody i had to scrap at least you know one match because they didn't want nothing they didn't want no drama or nothing so i said you know that's fine. Condensed it down to, it was it was almost over six hours. Then of course I took one match out and went down to the five hours and fifty five minutes. Yeah. Uh, it took what half a day for it to just render off of editing. Well, took... that was my next. My, that was my next uh, question. How long did that take to render, and how many attempts did you take to render it? It. It took two attempts to render because of how big it was. Because it was like, what, 166 audio files, 21 video files, one picture, and one sequence by the time I got done with it. Wow. So I tried, so I tried, you know, I'll hit it. Okay, I'll run to Walmart real quick. Come back. It should be done. Well, my computer decided that nah, I don't feel like it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take a nap. So I got home. It it went in rust mode and just stopped it completely. So I had to sit there, wiggle the mouse pad, make sure that it would finish through, and then I threw it up on YouTube, where it took a full full two days for it to just process and go through all its steps. The joys of rendering, huh? The, the, the true, true joys of uh, probably most uh, most annoying part of the uh, of the process of creating any show. Feel uh, real pain in the ass, especially for taking a long time. But you need a good old, uh, good old strong computer to be able to to do that. One of the one of oh, the sort yeah. of topics I want to run over a little bit. It's a little bit more about you, the person. So I know you'd mentioned that you've been in a few different issues with people and different shows. But you you did post on your Twitter page a little bit of concerning status, and it was kind of along the lines of you being maybe upset with yourself, saying that you're a fuck up, and you've got no friends, and you know that you you sort of waste. And and that's something that, as a person who is is a big uh, advocator of all kind of health, whether it be mental or physical, anything, uh, that's something to me where you know you've you've had some issues with people that probably affect you personally how are you doing today and have you put things in motion to be able to enjoy what you want to do i.e. wrestling whatever you want to call it so you don't feel like that frequently um I did I pretty much went put all the after after I put that out it was pretty much I logged off of Twitter and I just pretty much uh, sat around and just and just pretty much uh, pondered. And of course, you know, I had my chit chat with Deshaun Walton over 
the shit that was going on. And of course, we had another chit chat uh, last night to make sure everything was all hunky dory. I, and I tell him, I was like, I just, I'm trying to pull. Well, now beforehand, it was like, okay, you know, I'll just go full balls to wall, see how many shows I can toss my character on and go from there. Now it's like, you know, it's like, yes, it'd be nice to be on all these shows, be multi time world champion. Yes. Is it really worth all the fucking stress from the community and dealing with all this hoopla and all these hoops you gotta jump through? Not really. It, the, the community side of things pretty much sucks, really. <laughs> Why? Like, Why, do you think, Why do you think that? Well, it's like there's not a single day you can really log on to Twitter or, or anything and there, and there not be some sort of drama. Yeah. Either it's people not getting along or, or, or people starting petty fights or something. It's just like it's reached a point where it's like, you know what, I'll get on, make sure, you know, people that I hang out with and that and that are my friends, I'll make sure they're okay. Whatever whatever everybody else is doing, that's that, that that's on their end. I'm I just trying to do my thing and try to have fun with it without doing you know the same shit that happened with jam and sww and all that crap well at this stage then do you enjoy doing this do you still like doing it <sighs> i've only been community community wise a year i know that some people have been around you know 10 15 you know they've been doing this shit since you know the community popped its doors open and paint tool popped up um making making the attires yeah hanging out with people on discord yeah but doing this whole staying in character on twitter twitter wise twitter wise and instagram wise i'm just like and eh, i'll you know throw a picture up there and leave it at that. I'm not trying to do. It's it's just trying to do my own thing. Yeah. It's like it it's still it's sort of, still sort of fun. It's just okay, cool. I get to you know be part of a show and hang out with some dudes and learn some new shit like video and sound editing. Well, you got to bear in mind, you know, and and many people have been in your position where maybe they've had many different issues with people and and confrontations where it has made them feel quite depressed about doing this whole thing because it feels that everyone's against you and nobody likes you and are people going to watch and do these things you have to rewind and remember why you did this in the first place for you in particular you talk about going on you know here comes the pain in 2007 and, and it's quite a good uh, release a good kind of a creative thing to be able to go out and create characters and put in their themes and as you're doing right now creating your own show and, and doing these things because that's really who it's for yourself i.e. you so yeah. you've got to think about what's important to be able to enjoy the things that you do. Because, of course, if you don't enjoy it, there's no point doing it. So people who you may have had issues with, people who aren't bringing you the kind of positivity. This doesn't go through for everyone. Surrounding yourself with people that aren't going to bring you happiness, that aren't going to bring you any type of positivity, are people that shouldn't be there because you're actually going to probably be happier being lonely on your own because there'll be less drama, there'll be less nonsense around you because it's just you, as opposed to people, yeah. you're going to be more lonely being around people who don't bring you any type of happiness because that's almost cruel to have people that are there, but they don't actually do anything positive. So you kind of have to put yourself in that mindset with you know these kind of things. And it can get really stupid and ridiculous with some of the things that, that, that go on, but it's all about what you want to do, how you enjoy it, and kind of finding that back out again. Sometimes, in a way, it can be a blessing having this type of situation because you can come back and go, you know, I enjoy this just to enjoy this. You know, a lot of people, you know, they have to have their groups and they might feel that they have to answer to people and, you know, make sure that everybody's happy. You know, maybe, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of um, make sure that, you know, things are are okay between people and, and negotiate and all these kind of things for something that is, you know, absolutely stupid. Whereas you 
answer to yourself and you know figure out the things that you enjoy in just this hobby that you do and you know if if you create your show you create a regular show and you have a small pool of people who watch it then that's the thing that makes it fun in the, in the first place you'd rather have people small amounts of people that watched it than the than you know 50 odd people uh, crapping on it because that's completely pointless yeah and that's my TED talk for today kids so uh, tune in next time where I'll probably be doing that again for uh, for somebody else I want to move on to you the person because I also did some research and I saw that you had a uh, a very nice um, Harley Davidson do you still have that? yeah yeah I still do it's it's sitting in the garage until this Vegas weather will let up because bikes and 114 degree weather and the only thing you got is you and that bike in between the sun mm. and that hot ass asphalt is not fun. Have you ever pulled up in your Harley Davidson to a nice looking lady and said, hey, do you want to take a ride on my bike? Nah, I just there, there's ones that you know could be on as 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 some people call them the crotch rockets or the super bikes. They'll, mm. they'll they'll zip in between cars. They'll zip you know if it's a red light they'll zip in between the lanes and all that. I'll just if it's fucking red I'm not gonna zip in between cars and risk someone reaching their arm out or opening their door or something like that. If it's red I'm staying behind the car and I'll just enjoy my ride to where, to like work or. Or if I'm just out, just wanting to have a little cruise to enjoy the weather, and I'm just out to enjoy it. I tell you something, those uh, those Harley Davidsons, man, they are beautiful, aren't they? Real nice. Oh, it's like uh, it's like looking at a nice lady, brother. Yeah, the, yeah, the bikes are nice. Um, the ones that are not nice are the electric ones. Those are hideous. Oh, electric! Everything's going electric now. You were uh, seen the old forty-eight special. The old forty-eight special. Put put it up on your in your Google machine if you have to check it out. That is absolutely just uh, impeccable. I tell you, you know uh, where I live, I'd love to, to 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 hop on one, roll up, find me a nice single lady, and say, "Hey, baby, you want to go ride on a Harley?" And they say, yeah, baby. And then I ride off into the sunset at the end of my story. But it's really, really nice, as much as I make joke. It's kind of got like a, a 70s throwback, like a custom sort of tank art, which is really nice. Kind of bold, looks kind of muscular, kind of... <coughs> sound really weird saying, it looks masculine. Yeah, masculinity, baby. It looks real uh, real good. So how, how much in uh, where you live would a, a typical Harley Davidson cost you? I think by the time I pay this one completely off, it'll be around six thousand. Okay, that's kind of yeah, I'm just trying, trying to work that out in the, in those ones. Have you ever have you ever sort of uh, done any sort of major treks, you know, cross country or sort of to to place particular place? No, nah, if, it, if it's anywhere like like distance wise, I'll just I'll just be in the car. And do it because my bike's my bike's more in town, right? Than it is uh, like like I can't I can't take it to like um, like Laughlin or Sturgis or you know cross country to you know see see the cool shit because I know my bike my bike has like a small little tank on it so it'd be like me stopping at a gas station every like five freaking miles. Spending like a thousand bucks trying to keep this son of a bitch filled up. Ah, I see. So it does take quite a lot of uh, fuel consumption. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it, it, it it's the sportster, so it's not it's not you know it's not ah, a dresser gotcha. or something where it can where you can just fill it up and you know ride and just ride until until you you just want to turn around and go home. I tell you something. Sportster I talked to, I, I talk to you about the uh, the the forty eight special. The Iron 1200. Oh my goodness. That. Oh, see, I'm getting excited now. The uh, It's an air-cooled evolution engine. 
absolute uh, 96 engine torque. It it looks fantastic. It's kind of got a blue, uh, a, 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 well, not really blue, but a, a big black frame. And it, it's got this sort of red and blue circle that it does on the, on the car. has like a little bit of like a 90s uh, TV logo, although they're technically saying it's a throwback 70s. But that, that is uh, real, real nice. It's got like a, a solo seat on it, which kind of pays homage to the heritage of the uh, iconic cafe racer style. But it is, yeah. whew, that is a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. You want to buy, oh, you, you buy me one, Mr. Clark, and ship it over here? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you about $200, that's that, to contribute. That's, that's all I've got, brother. Do you think I am rich? Well, and as well, if anybody's checking that out, it comes in a, as much as I was talking about the, the black color, it comes in a real nice uh, Barracuda silver. Now that's almost like a cool little intergalactic. Only one could wish, people. Only one could wish. Last question in regards to uh, the, the, the Harley-Davidson. Because everybody who uh, rides a Harley-Davidson is big, burly-esque, overweight, and racist, are you part of a gang? No. You're not part nope. of a gang? I don't do any of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I thought you you, you, you shot me as the kind of guy to be in a gang. Nah. No. Nah, I don't I don't mess with I don't mess with any of that shit. You're you're in the C A W gang, aren't you? Whatever uh, how that means. The, the the only person that lives close enough to me, he's like he's one state away, is Ace Whistler. He's the only one that's anywhere near close that I that I can remember off the top Shall of my head. Should we hop on a Harley Davidson's and go beat him up? Nah, we, we we can't we can't beat up the rock star. Well, if he was a rock star, he'd defend himself. Anyway, uh, I've I've lost track of what I was going to talk about now. Talk about Harley Davidson's too much and beating up people. Uh, what was I going to say? Christ, I'm uh, I've, I've I've paused. My old age, uh, uh, when I'm not I'm not as young as I used to be. I used to have quite a sharp mind. Now I need to go to bed at about nine p.m. But my good friend Ray Geddes, he he needs regular naps. He's about seventy-two and he needs quite a few naps, especially around about uh, 5 p.m. My question actually was going to be about where you live, Las Vegas. So, kind of interesting from, obviously, a, an old Brit, since, of course, I don't know a lot about uh, Las Vegas. Of course, you've got the major city of Vegas, but you kind yeah. of living near it, is that does that kind of come with the territory, where the kind of casinos and that kind of tourist attraction does does that kind of affect you in any way or are you kind of far removed from it i'm i'm a little bit off i'm a little bit far away from the strip because i've only made one trip down there and it's like all you see is just straight up drunk people people want to beat each other up they got yeah. the ones with the with the cards in their hands trying to hand you well you know a stripper every you know couple of blocks to take to your hotel room would you have you have you gone down to the strip? Have you you know gone down there with your gang, gone to a hotel, got to a show? You know, maybe saw uh, Madonna live or or Britney Spears, Fourth of July, I, Boys I, to Men return. I've never been to a single concert. Oh, oh, and what do you live in a box? Come on, man, you need to get out there. <laughs> you know what you want to do? Get a plane, hop over to the old United Kingdom. Because in the north of England, there's an old man that lives there. They call him the Jamco. He does the Jamco Talks podcast, and he will show you a good time. We'll go to the bars. We'll hit up some whiskey. We'll have some fireball. Whack it with uh, a nice mixer. We'll go find some ladies. I'll say, uh, you know this guy right here? I'll be your wingman. I've, all, I've got it all planned out. i say, this man's name is Owen Clark. He is a C.A.W. legend. And then they say, hmm, what's C.A.W.? And then we tell them about C.A.W. is, and then they walk away. Let's go and head to our Q&A at the end of the show where we uh, ask questions. Two questions that I ask everybody and three questions that I ask uh, which should specify the different to each guest. So, Owen Clark, who is the most overrated CAW? Oh, oh, um, <laughs> oh boy. Um... Overrated. I haven't really tossed my hat in, you know, any of the big places lately. Um, wow, 
overrated. I'm probably going to get some heat for this one. The only one that I really see... <laughs> you already got like... enough anyway, so what does it matter? Yeah, yeah like, 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 like I don't got a, you know, a pile of it. Uh, wow. The only ones that I really see that, like, have, like, that kind of, like, they, they, have, that story, they have that, like, Roman Reigns-type ego, like he has now. Um, wow. Yeah, the only one I can think of off the top of my head would have to be uh, uh, Jaden Shadow can be like be like that sometimes when he when he's when he starts getting the the ball rolling. Right. He can. But I mean, I, I've I've talked to him personally, so I okay. know the guy behind the character. Right. It's it's just it's just the way he portrays the character. Sometimes it can make him feel like, you know, and he's pushing himself a little too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy the with that on the uh, on the flip side, uh, who would you say is the most underrated CLW? Most underrated? Well, there's like well, there's like a handful of them, really. Um, if I had to go with underrated, the one I really, uh, one I'd really have to go for that one would have to be Bad Amy. Bad Amy? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, because she, she, because you know, it's like she, she can make the cool tires and all, but it's like some of these places just aren't, aren't grabbing. I was like, why, why aren't you going for someone like her? She, she can make, she can make Titantrons. She makes her own, own logos and all that. She has, she has a pretty damn badass look. Okay, well, I'm glad you mentioned a woman actually, because you don't, we don't tend to get that when we ask the overrated and uh, underrated questions. I'm glad you. Who said that? Now it's on to three personalized questions that are quite just for you, Mr. Clark. And uh, my first question is, if someone murdered you right now, what would be the reason? <laughs> Why? <laughs> it, 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 would, it would probably be because of... Uh, <laughs> it would have to be because of the, like, the SWW heat. Yeah, they're going to come after you and murder you from the seats you ruined their CAW. No, no, it's because I told him, you know, hey, shit, shit happens in the past, and so, so, some people learn from their mistakes, and some people don't, and so some people, some people grow up, and it's like it, you, everybody, it, it's that fucking cancel culture shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it's like, okay, did 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 someone say something wrong here and there? Okay, if they did something, you know royally fucked up which you know there has been some people who have been caught doing some really fucked shit mm. yeah go ahead cancel them get rid of them kick them out the fucking door but but if they you know started some arguments here and there or, or said some shit when they were like 18 and they're now like 35 mm -hmm. give them a break they they, they they they've probably learned from their mistakes I mean, we could, have a good old, we could have a good old conversation. We could have a good old conversation about the whole council culture. I think that's a whole podcast in itself. Where, but I agree with the the things you're saying. But it's it's uh, you kind of preach to the choir because it tends to be. I tend to see it be more with the younger generation. Maybe that's just kind of a, a different generational thing. But it, I think that just kind of comes with online in general. Of that's kind of breeded towards different types of groups online depending on what it is that they're a group of or, or anything else like that if you what, what would you do if a naked guy was was running straight towards you <laughs> wow these questions <laughs> um I, I i probably would move out the way because especially with it being vegas um <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you can never, you can never know if, if, if that that person's on something, <laughs> if they're just tripping out that day, they they just lost their marbles for a day. You, you never know. I've seen some weird ass shit in Vegas. I mean, I've seen. Well, you didn't that. actually, you didn't actually say what you do though. I'm pretty much working inside the casinos, and beforehand it was, you know, Walmart. Mm. I 
did see some stuff. <laughs> so what, what you're saying is you would take your clothes off and run towards him as well? No. No, you okay. <laughs> no, no not in Vegas. No, not... <laughs> just not just in embrace Vegas. him in a nice, tender hug. No. With your bodies no. touching each other. <laughs> No, I do not. I do not trust the people in Vegas. To save okay. My soul. The uh, last question is: If a certain handsome British man from the north of England who does a podcast asked you to be in a gang, would you join the gang? <laughs> the gang. See, I've always stayed away from the gangs, really. See, I'm in a gang. Always, usually. Because I always try to stay, you know stay away from it because you never know what could what could happen and you never want to put your <laughs> put put yourself in that position where you're like okay fuck now what well you're beating around the bush here you, you're basically saying you won't join my gang <laughs> I'm giving you a literal invitation on a platter Owen and I can give you protection snacks refreshments all these great stuff and you don't want to be my gang <laughs> I would rather keep I'd rather keep myself pretty much, well, lately it's pretty much been keeping to myself, which is, so far I've been working out for me. So I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to not be able to go with that one, really. I mean. I'm going to be honest with you, and I am actually very disappointed. I thought you were saying this. <laughs> so that means when you go against my gang, that means we'll come after you. We're going to, we're going to take our clothes off and, and run naked towards you. And a bonus question just for you, Owen Clark, that I just came into my head right now, very last. Uh, I'm going to propose a situation to you, and uh, you're going to tell me. Uh, have you ever watched okay. the film Monsters Inc.? With Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski, yes. So the question really is: if you, if you turned around and Mike Wazowski is behind you, how would you fuck him? <laughs> I wouldn't. You wouldn't. I really wouldn't. No, <laughs> no, I am good. Nope. Well, that uh, that does it all. What a way to end the show. Huh? I can't segue with that one. There's, there's just no. I don't know who would have the greatest talents of words, but there's no way to segue from that. I have been talking to Owen Clark. We've been talking about CAW. We've been talking about professional wrestling. We're going to head on out of the uh, the podcast here. Owen, where can we find you on social media? Oh boy! For now, it's uh, Owen X Clark on Twitter, and then of course the Blue uh, Sanguine Studios. Well, we will put those links up in the description for the Twitter page and the YouTube account, and the video with the uh, Pro Wrestling Ace Super Show. The Blue Sanguine Studios presents Pro Wrestling Ace. You can catch him on social media. You can catch me on social media. I probably won't reply to you though because I'm a miserable asshole. But. That's all the time we've got time for. He is Owen Clark. I am the Jamco. Stay safe and be good to one another. See you soon. Jamco Talks is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Check out all things FWZ on the FWZ Collection channel.